Welcome to Topple Uncaged. I'm Steve Topple and you're locked on to the UK's hottest politics and music podcast. Each week I bring you the rawest takes on the big stories making the news, always joined by a very special guest. Then I pleasure your mind, body and soul with the freshest, most banging international music going. This one is for all the fathers on Father's Day. Come on, every day our fathers here. Love you, Daddy. I love you too. Sing it. From a little as I you, my father showed me that true fathers never run away. My guests on today's show are literal music royalty. They are a father and daughter duo, the father being one of the most influential artists of the past four decades, and the daughter looking set to become one of the most influential artists of this decade. She is one of the most exciting acts around, if you ask me, and the father, well, you will know exactly who it is when I mention his name. They are mad busy touring at the minute. I can't keep up with their Instagram, quite frankly, um, because they are literally all over the place, but they have taken, taken time out to come on this podcast for me, and I'm very, very excited to to welcome them to the show. For the first time, it is the fantastic, the legendary Yellow Man yeah, and man. the incredibly exciting Karima hey, is on the podcast. Yes, hey, yes, guys. Yes, Thank you so much. Thank you so much for doing this. We're sat in, yeah, a, we're sat in a cafe in Lewisham, yes. which is just down the road from me. So not too far at all. So guys, thank you for coming on. It's really nice to be able to speak to you because I do think you're both really, really like and exciting um, in terms of what's going on with music at the minute. So it's good to have you here. Um, Both of you, let's start. I mean, as I said in the introduction, you have been touring non-stop. I literally follow your Instagram and you're like all over the place. You're kind of, I mean, just in this country, you've been down to Bristol, you've been up north, you've been back to London, back to London again. Um, How has it been this year? Because obviously dance hall and sort of all the music surrounding the revival movement is becoming really big. You've got the likes of Coffee, um, who's blown up. Even Rihanna's kind of going in on dance hall at the minute, isn't she? She's Rihanna's going to be doing some dance hall music. So the the music is huge. I mean, how has it compared to other years touring and having live shows this year? Have you noticed a difference? Have the crowds been bigger, more receptive? What's, What's it like being on the road this year? Uh, well, um, you know, I'm big on the road every year, you know, and it's great, as usual, and it's exciting, as usual, you know, uh, when I met new fans, young, more young fans, you know, so it's more great and exciting for me, you know. How do young people react to your music when you sort of oh, your classics? I, I think they know the music. Yeah. Because, you know, nobody moves, nobody gets hurt. Yeah. In Grante Carter, you know. So, Zungu Zungu Zeng. Everyone knows you that. Know, yeah, you know. So, it's great. Excellent. It's great. Karima, how's it been for you? Um, it's been great. It's been great. We've been everywhere <laughs> but I'm loving it here I love it here yep. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's a, London's such a diverse mix isn't it I mean, oh it's, yes it's really really oh yes really really good place to play in London I mean like some of the arts have been over here as well you I always love London mm-hmm. I always love the UK you know oh, yes. because actually 
UK is one of the first country I toured, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, so, you know. When was that? Back in the 80s, okay. you know? Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Well, like I say, and it's good to see you so busy as well, and it's good to see the reception yeah, you're getting man. from the crowds. Yeah. Um, Yellow Man, we obviously have to talk about No More War, which was your album yeah. this year, your first release in 15 years. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a stunning project in so many ways. It was stunning because, firstly, you covered such a diverse range of subjects, obviously from yeah. the opening track, the title track, yeah. No More War, um, and it was such a diverse but intricate mix of styles as well, because it, if you listened to it but didn't really listen, um, you, had, you needed to really listen to it to pick it up. But there were so many diverse and intricate sort of production and arrangement techniques yeah. in there. Um, for example, you go from No More War, no More War which was this horn kind of kind of <laughs> almost I wouldn't say protest well it was a protest song uh, but it was extremely haunting in the way you did it you yeah. then flipped this to, <laughs> I love this you flipped it to rubber rubber which, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which was of course this really brilliant tongue in cheek yeah. but with a serious point I have to say yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. tongue in cheek take on Shaggy's bombastic <laughs> yeah right yeah <laughs> You then kind of went into almost lovers rock territory with ballads like "Kiss Me Each Morning," yeah, which is a right. track. and then you kind of blew my mind. Um, <laughs> then you went to reggae lullaby, which is yeah. absolutely gorgeous, yeah, absolutely amazing. And and that's what I meant when the album was this. It's kind of this melting pot of not only ideas and messages, mm-hmm. um, but also delicate musical intricacies. There was there were standout roots in there, but there's also touches of R and B, then touches of lovers rock. Right, it was, it was brilliantly done, absolutely fantastic piece and of course Kramer you were on it Thanks. as well a lot um, and featured heavily in it because it's um, produced by your record label yes. and released by them um I mean, obviously, it's a very conscious album. Um, yeah, thanks. thanks. But nothing new for you because you kind of um, back in about '87 when you right. "Don't Burn It Down," you started to make a move into more conscious territory. Yes, there. Yes. Um, I mean, do you think the world, given everything that's going on politically, not least in this country, I mean, we're a bit of a mess at the minute. Do you think there's more of a need for music with a message now than there ever has been? Is the need for us as a species greater to be having artists who are putting out their messages which which are actually saying something trying to change things oh yeah oh yeah you know because you know back in the days it was a different thing mm. you know it was more peace and love but now you know these days war war conflict all over the place even this Controversy with uh, the the borderline with America and Mexico mm, yeah, yeah. and so forth, you know. So these songs needed. Yeah, needed. I, I think you're right. Yeah, you're quite right to say it's all, it was more peace back in the day because oh, yeah. it, it's. I don't know if everything's got worse. It's it's hard mm. to sort of say because I think yeah. as, as a species we're very difficult at viewing anything over long periods of history we're kind of honing on our little sphere of sphere of life as yeah, it were. yeah. Um, I don't think things necessarily got worse but it, it seems to have got more intense especially with sort of the rise of massive corporations and mm-hmm. things they, they all have in their pies so I, I think it's a really interesting point you make actually that yeah okay so there's, there's more peace back then now it's almost yeah. as if we have to be a bit more militant now to yeah. try and get the get the message across right right I suppose right. So, yeah. Um, yeah it's an interesting point 
Um, Kareem, I want to move on to you because, as I said in the introduction, you are really, really exciting. You're so diverse <laughs> in what you do. You're like, Thank you. You're like this little hub of energy. And <laughs> there's you. so much going on. I mean, so you write music. You sing music, mm-hmm. you produce music, yes. you're CEO of a record label, yes. um, you have a clothing line, and it's all kind of, in some respects, centred around your father's legacy. It, it is, it um, is. About Yellow Man and his legacy, and it's about your ethos, Yellow Man, as well, um, and everything you're about. I mean, is there some grand plan with all this in terms of the fact you're diversifying what your father's done over four decades into various sort of different avenues? Is there a grand plan with this? Ah, uh, yes, um, pretty much even with the the uh, apparel itself mm. we plan it's to great, really I branch it out I to give a bit of an homage today to some oh I see I like the colours I like it listeners you have to check out my Instagram to see yeah. colours um, yeah, I love it it's really good it's really bright and sort of positive that, that's, that's what so, I love yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, pretty much we plan to expand the brand itself and do a lot more of, you know, the stuff that he likes to wear, like some of the stuff that you see him wearing on stage now, like the track suits and all that kind of stuff. The label as well, we plan to, you know, branch out and work with other labels and sign other artists and, yeah. Excellent. It looks it looks really really exciting, and I Thanks. mean it must have been great to have one of your first releases of Harvey. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. I love every moment. Every moment was amazing. Yellow Man, I want to once again go back to the sort of conscious side of things because I've been, I've been mm-hmm. I interview a lot of artists and I've been chatting to a lot of artists yeah. recently, especially yeah. dancehall artists, but who do conscious music. Yeah. Um, because there there's not many artists who can do what you do or have been maybe willing to do what you do I'm not sure yeah. what it is in yeah. terms of the, so you, you cross over from this sort of dancehall bangers right. um, and sort of real music you broke out to into, mm-hmm. into conscious territory if you like mm-hmm. that's not something dancehall artists do Bass yeah. C yeah. T.O.K. did it very well last year yeah. um, when he kind of he puts his dancehall legacy to one side and released mm-hmm. the album Holy Temple yeah. which yeah. fantastic fantastic right, project right. Mind-blowing in terms of its musicality and um, yeah. um, the sort of smorgasbord of genres he did, but also extremely, extremely spiritual. And he did it with perfection, crossing yes. dancehall into really conscious territory. Jamil is another artist who yes. um, yeah, right. produces really kind of eclectic dancehall music, um, yeah, right. but there's always a message behind oh, it. Yes. Um, but dancehall does tend to be these days extremely corporate-driven. Um, and it's about hits, it's about streams, it's about blah, 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 um, yeah, driven by the industry. Yeah. I mean, do you think that with these artists, given the platform they have and the millions and millions of people they reach, do you think they maybe need to start putting more conscious music out yeah, and take some responsibility yeah, for the fact that they yeah, influence people? Of course, you know, because they were painted dancehall like a... Gangster type of mm. music, you know, but it's getting a little changes now, you know, because of course you have um, coffee coming yeah. and you have um, chronics, yeah. you know, so it, it, it getting changed now. So it's good that we start have some real good music coming out of me because on the reggae side the reggae is okay mm. but the dance hall yeah. it need to be like the reggae you know 
Do you, do you think that the revival movement is helping with that? Sort of everything that Protégé and Chronics and yeah, right. Barker, Definitely. all these people are doing. Is yeah, that yeah. yeah, man. Yes, man. Yeah. I think, because uh, for me, I mean, it's really, it, it's proven quite influential in, right. in terms of the, I suppose, especially sort of around Chronics and Protégé and Kabaka. True, true, yeah. Yeah, people see them blowing up and they think, well, okay, yeah. so they're doing kind of more conscious music. Right. Yes. It's time for me to to do that I, I do think the fact yeah. Rihanna's set to release a kind of dancehall record is quite telling yeah. as well that she's, yeah she's because you know um, a lot of people look up to me a lot of dancehall artists so I have to be the leader you know so I have to do the inspiration music yeah. music that in Courage people, you know. Yeah, and man, you do do that. Much respect to you, and that, I love yeah, the man. fact that you recognise the fact you're an influencer because you yeah, are. Man. I mean, yeah, as a, we've been sitting in this cafe in Lewisham, and people are coming in taking your photograph. Everyone knows who you are, and, yeah. and I think it was um, um, Cat from Third World was saying to me that, but with yeah. this with this um, place you have in the industry, not you, but artists generally, comes right. responsibility. Yeah, um, and I, I think, especially in the state of the world, it's yeah. really, really oh, yeah. important now. If you're enjoying my interview with Yellow Man and Karima, then you're going to enjoy this even more. First of two tracks I'm going to play for you. This one is off Yellow Man's absolutely fantastic album, No More War, and it is the title track. Listen to this, really, really profound lyrics, and Yellow Man, he's still got it. This is No More War. for me but also what you epitomise is everything that's good about 2019 <laughs> reggae based music um, oh, because I have to you. talk about two of your tracks from this year we were talking about them off air um, and they are absolutely fantastic um, fake, thank you my pleasure fake <laughs> friends love it absolutely brilliant it, it, it was this 
It was one of those tracks which was hard to pin down musically. So you kind of, it, I kind of put it on. Um, it was when you first released it, I picked it mm-hmm. up on it and I put it on. I was kind of like, okay, well, I think I'm hearing Afrobeat there. <laughs> and I'm like, but then I think I'm hearing some trap. I think I'm hearing kind of trap, kind of uh-huh. bit of percussion. Um, and then I kind of listened to it again. I thought, well, that's kind of also a bit ambient R&B. Um, kind of like a Toronto sound that kind of drape mm-hmm. on it. And mm-hmm. it's a real, it's a bit, very, very intricate musically. Very sparse. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yet very complex. Yes. Um, brilliant, brilliant track. And then, as I said to you off air, I sat down and I played Don't You Worry Yesterday, and it did blow me oh, away. Wow. Your voice was spectacular on it. Thank you. That's his favourite song. Hello. It is. You, you could have done that together. <laughs> you could have recorded that together, Yellow Man. Yeah, wow. yeah. Um, yes. Top Lung Caged exclusive, Yellow Man has a great falsetto. Love it. <laughs> but your vocals blew me away on it. Um, thank you, thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thank track. You, thank you. Um, it really was stunning to listen to. Um, where does this eclecticism musically with yeah. you come from? Because obviously your father um, is grounded in dancehall mm-hmm. roots, um, and yet you've kind of taken up this mantle of real diversity in, mm-hmm. in your musical production arrangements yeah. um, and, and stuff. Where's that come from? Where's that inspiration come from? Um, for you? A lot of it just come from just listening to all types of music. You know, I never really kind of want to be boxed in. So a lot of times I write what I'm going through or what, I ha- what I'm feeling. You know, even if it's not with the times or the trend or anything like that, I just kind of just go with it. And yeah, just pretty much learning from daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perfect person to be learning from, to be honest. So. And I mean, just that I'm interested, I'm always interested in the songwriting process with artists. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you... So, I was speaking to Jamil yesterday I did an interview and he was like yeah I just go into the studio and I just kind of get a vibe and I just do it I was like, <laughs> I was like right okay um, I mean how does it work for you do, you do you have a particular subject matter you want to do and then the song comes or do you have a rhythm and then the song comes it's more a of a vibe a lot of time um, a lot of time it's more of a vibe because I, I understand what Jamil is saying because there's been times when I'll just hear a track and then I just kind of just throw something on it. Yeah. And there'll be times like it'll be something I'm feeling within that moment and I'll just write off of that. So it's all a vibe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I because think last night I was doing um, this really um, past the country. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And she and just come up and do something that I never hear yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And the crowd for one, you know? <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> I love that. Excellent. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And Yellow Man, I mean, you've you've been in the business, been in the um, business of making music for over forty years now. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, I suppose the most prominent change has been the f- flipping from vinyl, then cassette and CD yeah. to everything's downloaded yeah. and streaming yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but I mean, for you, what have been the most marked changes in your forty years of doing music that have really stood out? Is it is it the change of the way people access music now in terms of that it's all downloads and streams, or what, what's stood out as changing over the years for you in the music industry? Um, well, you know, as what they say, you know, there's a lot of change, you know, from vinyl to CD, thumb drive, you know, so I do music for everybody, you know, so I want the younger generation to follow, Mm. you know, so I try to 
do different things that they follow, you know, because they know a lot of people. I don't know if you know this story, Hip Hop Love Yellow Man. Oh, I read yeah. about it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> it's kind of like that I want to yeah, yeah, yeah. happen, you know? No, absolutely. And No More War does that perfectly, because as I right. said before, because, yeah. it, because it, it's almost this kind of blem of, um, blem of different genres, but it's done right. very intricately. The, yeah. the appeals there, and again, just the, the fact you've, you've made sure it tracks like rubber, rubber. It's a brilliant, yeah. brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you think... Um, do you think... It kind of frustrates me sometimes. I think streaming and downloading is great, and obviously because mm-hmm. it, it gives um, people so much easier access to music, yeah. and especially yeah. if it's conscious music, it, it gets yeah. the message further. Mm-hmm. But there's something that you can't sort of replicate streaming-wise with vinyl. You can't All be right. kind of having... Yeah, because vinyl is, a, vinyl is is like what you would call it. Vinyl is like a, a real... Thing that um, people cherish, right. you know, because even when I go to Europe, they they asking me when the the album coming on vinyl, oh. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think? I mean, and it's a different sound as well. It just mm. when you put yeah, it on, yeah, it's yeah. Just, there's something it, it can't be replicated. No. Right. Um, yeah. I think it's it's the format. I mean, do you think we need to? I know a few sort of artists and a few distributors who are trying to push vinyl again. Should we be seeing a bit more sort of work towards getting vinyl back a bit and, and yeah, raising, yes. raising the status? Yes, I think they should bring back vinyl, you know? Because vinyl is good. Yeah. You know, because when people, a lot of people come to me to sign autograph. They bring their vinyl. No, yeah, yeah, of course. You know? We well, can't sign it down, though. Yeah, <laughs> even, when, even when, um, when I was doing Radigan, he gave me a vinyl of Live in London. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was good, yeah. I think, I, do th- I think it needs to make a bit of a comeback. It, it has to. It's, yeah, so, it's so completely different. Um, Karima, now, um, I always approach these subjects with caution, actually, because I, I was chatting to Jameer Morgan about a very similar thing, okay. and, I, and I kind of feel a bit, hmm, okay, how do I phrase it? But I have to ask it, obviously. Um, you have a great um, legacy yes. in your father. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I say, I was chatting to Jameer, whose heritage is sort of unparalleled, apart from maybe Marley's, mm-hmm. um, in, in terms of music. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, he, it was quite interesting, actually. Um, Jameer's sort of tackled it head-on in a song um, where he, he says um, that people say, I, I'm using my family's fame to get my own career, kind of mm-hmm, thing, mm-hmm. which obviously he isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a very similar situation for you. I mean, has it made it easier for you to branch out on your own and have a career? Or do you, has there been more pressure because of who your father is and there's maybe some expectation mm-hmm. that you put on yourself? Um, how, or does it not bother you at all? And um, you, you just have sort of self-confidence in what you do? No, it definitely doesn't bother me, but it's uh, it's a little bit of both because mm. there's that pressure and that expectation. But I always remind everyone, and that's why a lot of time with the music that I write is just to remind them that I'm my own artist and, you know, my talent is talent-worthy, you know? Because, um, again, they they do say the things like, oh, you're just, just because you're dad and all this mm. kind of stuff. But 
I am an artist also, so yeah. So a little bit of both, but yeah. it doesn't bother me at all. Good, it shouldn't do. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it, it shouldn't bother you at all no. because you are. I mean, and in in many respects, you're completely different mm-hmm. to your father as well. So right, in, right, in terms right. Of what you're doing. Right. I mean, King Mass is a mutual friend of ours and speaks extremely, ah, extremely highly of you yes. because of course you did a brilliant track on his crown yes. album, with mm. him, yeah, which man. is great. Um, and it, I, I chat to him a lot. And he mm, always speaks nice. very highly of you. Um, I want to ask you both, um, because anyone who follows your Instagram or has been um, to one of your live shows will know <laughs> that you have this kind of, um, <laughs> this mad energy. I don't know how you do it, because I'm sitting here today and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm quite tired. And you two, you're just constantly like bouncing around, you're yeah. on stage, especially you, yellow man, I'm not going to yeah. say how old you are, yeah. sir. Um, because that would be very uncouth to me. Um, <laughs> but um, 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 you, you're slightly older than me. Um, and you just have this energy all the time, this enthusiasm, and, and yeah. your on-stage performances are, are so magical and inspiring. Mm-hmm. And then this Instagram, you have these brilliant videos that you drop now and again, which yeah. are kind of these reverse videos where you're doing some mad things. Yeah. Um, you were on a seesaw the other day, you were hopping on and off of this Vesta, you are in a hotel corridor going back yeah. and forth. But it's just great to see i mean where does this come from and how do you keep keep this energy going both of you is, is it just oh. a thrill of doing what you do yeah well you know we we always like do different things mm-hmm. you know we don't want to do i don't want everybody see we're doing the same thing yeah, we're always doing different things mm-hmm. you know so it's great <laughs> And is it just infectious to you? Oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. that is, you know, it's, it's very jovial and it's always a great time. So, mm-hmm. you know, just pour that into the Instagram. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not like when we, we have a part when we, we're on stage and I say to the, the fans, we're going to do this song together. Oh, jeez. And then, we, then it, I say, I ask them, do you ready? And I say yes, and then I say, and forgettable. That's what you are, you know. And I just say, okay, never mind. Yeah. You, you have such a great sort of not only artistic relationship, obviously, yeah. relationship generally as well, and it, it really, really comes across. I mean, it, it must be wonderful for you being able to do all this with your dad. It, it is, it is, it's amazing. I mean, daddy always told me the stories from when I was like two years old, I've been torn with him, but mm. I won't remember. I remember now, so now it's like it's a big deal, you know, and I enjoy every moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It must be absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah. uh, just to wrap up, because um, you obviously we're recording this on Thursday, the fifth of May, and you're doing your final UK show tonight at Brixton Jam, yeah. which is yes. great. I love Brixton Jam; it's a great venue. Isn't oh, nice! It? Yeah. So um, there's a real feeling of um, sort of positivity, um, coupled with just always a great atmosphere there. So Brixton yeah. Jam's great; you'll love it. Yeah, really, really good venue. Um, final UK show tonight, Thursday, the fifth of September. Um, what have you got in store for the rest of the year? Firstly, Yellow Man, what are you up to for the rest um, of 2019? Well, um, uh, right now we have, um, we're talking about Argentina. Oh, excellent. Yeah, and then when I come back from Argentina, there's a couple from Hollywood. They want me to sing at the wedding. 
Another record coming up soon? Yes, we are working on more. So mm -hmm. that's, I'm excited. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Good stuff. Yeah, Guys, it's been such a pleasure to speak to you. I've really yeah, enjoyed you it. Thank, it. You. Thank you. Thank you. It's nice talking to you. Yes. You, you ask some excellent questions. questions. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I try. I try. Um, My girlfriend always moans at me because she's like, um, the catchphrase for her is, you always heap too much praise on these artists. Aww. And I'm like, no, I only got some really good artists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, There you go. There you go. It's yeah. an easy job. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. Um, I really, really enjoyed that. No More War, the link to that will be in the show notes and the link yeah. to all Karima's music will be in show notes as well as all yeah. their fantastic Instagram accounts. <laughs> yeah. minute, Yellow Man, Karima, Thank you so much for coming yeah, on. Thank you That so much. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Yes, thank yes. you. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, my goodness. I had such a fantastic time speaking to Yellow Man and Karima. It was absolutely amazing. The two lovely, lovely people. Really, really interesting as well. And such standout artists currently in the world. Both of them. Yellow Man after 40 years in the industry. And Karima now making her way through it as well. Absolutely brilliant. I now want to play you a track from Karima herself. This is one of my favourites and it's one we discussed in the interview, which I think is absolutely stunning. Her vocals on this are gorgeous. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Check this out. This is Karima with Don't You Worry. Karima, Don't You Worry. Don't you worry about a thing. Things will be okay in the end. Don't you worry about a thing. And if it ain't okay, it ain't the end. Don't you worry about a thing. Don't you worry about a thing.
That's it. This very special episode of Top Lung Caged is done. I'd like to thank my fantastic guest, a legendary yellow man. He's not on Twitter, but also the sensational Karima. Follow her on Twitter. It's at Karima. As always, behind the scenes, thanks to the love of my life, the gorgeous Nicola Jeffrey. Follow her on Twitter. It's at Nicholas E. Jeffrey. My man behind the booth, sound engineer Gav Pauls. Follow him on Twitter. It's at Pauls with AZ Radio. And my in-house singer, it's Ray Star Music. Follow her on Twitter. It's at Ray underscore star 113. Thank you to the Canary for uncaging me. I will see you again soon. Okay.